So this will be part of a little series where I'll ask writers as many as I can or the mysterious questions that don't really need or probably don't have answers, which is uh, what they think in the end writing is beyond ideas of academia and journalism, its purpose and its mystery. I am talking to the wonderful writer Malatu Uche Okori, uh, who is originally from Nigeria and now graces this country. Uh, she spent eight and a half years in direct provision and as such therefore is probably the first laureate of that condition of being. Uh, she has written one marvellous book or published one marvellous book called This Hostile Life, published by Skeen Press. You know, my little inquiry um, as laureate of Irish fiction arose because I realised I'd been doing something for 40 years and I'm, I don't actually know what I do. I mean, presumably a lawyer knows what, what he or she is doing. I have no idea. So I thought I would ask fellow writers like yourself um, what, what the hell it is, you know, and, uh, or the heaven. Um, what is the purpose? Uh, I'm not talking about academia, I'm not talking about journalism. I'm talking about what we do. Okay. And therefore, the whole idea of... I think the most important thing we've been told in our lifetime is, is about DNA. That we're all, all modern humans. You and I and everybody else in the whole modern humanity comes from the same three or five women in Africa. And you could say the good news is we're all the same family. And the bad news is we're all the same family. Because <laughs> we know what trouble that causes. So what, I mean, obviously the robin is interested in his song. And that's about it. The, the rook is interested in, we have a rookery beside our house. He, they're interested in family and trying to stay alive and fighting and all that. But, but what is it about us as a creature, a creature only 200,000 years old, mm. which is bizarre, don't you think? 200,000 years is nothing. You can't get a pencil small enough to mark that on <laughs> the time of the Earth. So what is the purpose of our storytelling? What is writing? What on Earth are we up to? Why do we do it? Can I... Um, I was reading something recently. Um, this was... Um, I'm going to take you now to the Bible now. Not because uh -huh. I'm a, I'm a, no, I'm no, a religious a, person. For me, a very I am, fine I'm a, I am a spiritual person, but okay. not that religious. The okay, best so. form of fiction, I would say. <laughs> yeah, the best form of fiction, actually, I've discovered. And we were reading something recently, and um, it was in... I had to go back last night to look at it again, just to find it, because I just... Yeah. And this was in Exodus. This was even okay. before the Ten Commandments yes. were given down. And um, God said to Moses, write this down. This was after the, you know, the. I, th I don't know if you know the story of the the, 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 the Israelites moving from Egypt to, you know, yes. to whatever the yes. promised land was. Believe me, it was <laughs> pummeled into us at school. Yes, yes. So if you did I it at school, then you would know. Yeah. So that when they were going and they were crying for food, yes, and he had to get food or water or something yes. to them, and he yes. said to Moses, "Write this down," uh -huh. you know. 
and I thought that was, you know, that struck me probably because now I write. Yes. And I thought, that's interesting. So there was that even before the Ten Commandments or whatever it was that was written down. So what was the purpose of him telling him to write it down? I he actually know. said it so they don't forget. So they can share this with generations upon generations upon generations. And I just think that that's where the whole point of that what, is you know. such a beautiful answer. Uh, uh, because you know that other little moment in the New Testament when uh, Jesus is defending the adulteress, so-called, yeah, and he's writing something the in the floor. sand, <laughs> but we don't know what, it was. what he's saying, what he's writing. We just have the bit of dialogue, mm. let, he, let him who is without sin cast the first stone. But what is he writing? He's writing something on yes. the ground. Yes. And somewhere between not knowing what the writing is and that almost tribal necessity to record the, the events that will be important to future members of your, of your lot, as it were, we, we pitch our tent, don't we? That's where Absolutely. we live. I agree. Because we're not just recording, we're also trying to, in a good sense, mystify. Yes. Make it not complicated, but by simplifying it, yeah. deepen the mystery. That's, uh, that's actually right, in a way, yes. But why? Yes. Why? <laughs> why do we do that? Yeah. What are we up to? That's interesting. I never looked at it that way. No, I didn't in 40 years, and it's very unfair <laughs> of me to ask you, but... It's just, I think it's something about, um, there is just this thing about us humans. I, I, I wouldn't oh, look yes, at the yes. process of, of, of uh, if I look at myself in that sense, then I, I've never thought of it, looking at myself as in, why do I write? But I think there's a trick to it. Uh, I think somehow uh, when we write, we want other people to think like us, to see it the uh, way we, you know, like I think there's almost, we're cheating in a way, to see something the way we... But you know, to make somebody <laughs> see and <laughs> hear something yes. is not cheating. It, do you not think? I think it's giving them your version, your vision, and saying, look, here's this as well. Marry this to your inner life and your inner vision and see what happens. And it's the sparkiness, the sparks between those two things. Mm. That's I where our readers are. You know, when I'm reading your work, I'm just sort of excited because it's, it's doing something to me that is synaptic. Absolutely, in a sense, it is that. You're causing good havoc in the head. <laughs> These books do that. But at the same time, I actually do think that we are trying to get people to reason the way we're, yes. to see something the way okay. we saw it to have the same kind of um right. you know understanding that yeah, I, I mean i can i can talk about so many books that has mm -hmm. done that right, you know and sometimes it's in a good way because we it we, is this a good is, way this is how we want to you know we probably were thinking the same mm -hmm. way so the book makes us think that you know like you say oh somebody else actually thinks the same this so th i mean this way. is one of my questions do you yeah. think um is it to castigate society or is it to solace society? Is it to offer a healing to society or is it to offer a punishment in a sense or some something between the two? Especially both. in your work. Both, yeah. I think both. Mm. I think that sometimes we, we do, uh, yes, there is a bit of, you know, wanting to 
just kind of like a castigate society. Yes. Um, and there is uh, the part of just kind of just, you know, where you don't, as a, as a writer, you, you kind of take, I, I, I think you, you know when you're writing the ones that you care about, the, you know, the bits, the stories that you really care about and you want to use that to kind of like almost chastise, yes. you know, and then you or know change the, or change, hopefully change something. Mm. Um, but then you, you also know when you're writing the ones that you're kind of like almost um, withdrawn from, not withdrawn, but you know, you don't have that kind of connection to. Yes. And then you, you're just writing it so people can make it. You're just laying out See, a story. It's very strange, isn't it? Because as a human being, as a human being, obviously, you may regard certain people as being evil or you may even hate certain people. Uh, one hopes one is allowed to stop short of that. But as a writer, you're obliged to love all the people you're writing about. So what, what is that? I mean, we are told that, I mean, if you are a spiritual person, I mean, especially in Irish Catholicism, you're told that God loves everybody. But here's this other creature, obviously not in any way godlike, just a no ordinary human soul, who is also finding the responsibility to love all their characters. Absolutely. And when you write about somebody, do you know those men who stood behind in the direct provision center when complaints had been made and you felt their presence behind you or the character feels the presence of being crowded out by this menacing presence but at the same time the writer has to understand those people as well I agree. you know and understand that behind their crime is a thousand stories that brought them to this pass but what a responsibility that is I know. it is it, I, I completely agree with you and if probably it's just the the, the the plot of the story if it was probably a longer you know yeah. and in novel per se yes. you would you know there would be that responsibility to kind of even delve a bit deeper Mm -hmm. into those characters yes. and kind of look at them. And well, no, I, I think they're perfect as they <laughs> are. But they're, they're, they're definitely... See, you occupy an extraordinary position as a human being, as a, as a writer. You are, as far as I know, eight and a half years in this... what seems to me an atrocious a construct, although it has its purpose, the direct provision. And I think I described you somewhere as the first laureate of the direct provision. Um, God help you, you might say. Um, that brings you, that brings new knowledge into Irish writing. Um, and a strange responsibility because having lived inside it and being a gifted writer, you're obliged to somehow See, I, I agree, not castigate, but uh, effect change by, by, by honesty. But we all know also that, we also know that honesty in itself is a sort of deeply troubling, often quite harsh element in our, in our lives. I was very interested in your story, and actually I didn't intend to talk about your work, <laughs> uh, but... Um, where you're presenting a story within the context of a writer's workshop.
and somebody says that the story is too dark. See, for me, no story can be too dark. In fact, they can't be dark enough <laughs> because of human experience. That, to me, is the response of somebody who wishes to have a rollback on the honesty mm -hmm. and wants to position this thing in a more comfortable place. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to be the laureate of comfortable places, nor are you. That's interesting. Um, the, 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 the fact is that I don't, I don't think I actually set out to have that responsibility to be the voice of anything. No, of course you not. Know, I was just... Um, uh, but I knew while I was in there that I didn't want to forget. It was just something that was very ah. strong within me. Ah. Yeah. Like the bit in the Bible. <laughs> like the bit in the Bible. <laughs> this down. came later on, you know, <laughs> <laughs> discovering that came later on. But I knew I didn't want Because sometimes we would sit around and have conversations amongst us, you know, while we were there. And some people would say, oh, as soon as if I ever get out of this thing, I'm never, I don't even want to come back. Like, I don't want, to, you know, my children to remember. You know, I wish, you know, yes. it's just something you want kids to remember, you know, those yes. kind of things. And, I, and I've always felt differently, you know, and I always say, I want to remember. I actually want my child to remember. Yes. I would take, you know, like I would do everything to keep that. Yes, because your, your, your son was with you. My daughter. Your actually. daughter, excuse Yes, me. and I said, I want her to remember. It was just something that I felt very strongly yes. about and I needed her to. It's a, a story that I, I, I don't yeah. want her to forget. I want it, the, you know, the, yeah. the, that to be imprinted in her. Yeah. And I thought that that's the tragedy of the world because we always want to escape things, you know, yes. whatever it is. Yes. That is the horrible thing. That's yes. I will always want to escape it and close that's the too door. Dark. So, that's yeah, too dark. exactly. And I think how no. come when they say too dark, they close the door? <laughs> Shouldn't you open, open the windows? <laughs> yes, and I. That's really nice. And I thought, you know, I want, you know, I want the door to be open. I, I want mm. to ha always remember these things. Yes. I don't want it to, you, you, it's just something that I didn't. Um, it's also to include it. Yeah. If you exclude it, yes. you, you perpetuate it. Absolutely. If you bring it into the light, maybe it's more difficult. But what interests me too, what you're saying is that, I mean, it's, of course, you're talking as the mother. You're not just the writer in that instance. You're the mother of your, your daughter saying, we must remember this. One of my other questions is, you know, we, in Ireland, we blame a lot of things on the mammy. You know? But we also acknowledge that many, many things come from the mammy. And I have sometimes said, rightly or wrongly, and possibly wrongly, uh, at events you know, over the years, that in some ways, uh, we're all African writers, and because my understanding of African writing is oftentimes that it starts with the stories of the mother mm. in particular, maybe for the reasons these stories are told for the reasons you intimate. I mean, what role has your mother played in, in not only you as a human being, but, but as a writer, do you think? A lot. Ah. You see, I, I think everybody has this kind the way of. Like you said that, <laughs> oh my God! We all have this. Um, if I say love hate relationship, I'm probably giving them both equal status. You yes, know, yes, <laughs> you know, more yes. hate love yes. relationship without. Well, I don't know about everybody else. Depends what time of day own, it yes. is. <laughs> <laughs> with my own mother, it can be like that, and we tend to blame them a lot for a lot of the things. Yes. and that's because I've come as a mother now to realize the immense power that we wield as, ah. yeah, I do. Ah. Now that I'm one. You You're know, an empress over yes, your I, I actually, yes, and we, uh, we can actually navigate the path of 
our children. Yeah. I, I, you know, I say that as a mother because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm married, but then I see other women who are, uh, you know, married and have families who were indirect. This was my first chance of having a close observation of all the, mm -hmm. all the people, all mm -hmm. the human beings, you know, mm -hmm. like around me in that mm -hmm. sense, there's nothing, there's not much to distract you. And so you kind of focus and just watch, you know, yes. and, I've, I, and I saw other parents as well, you know, other mothers who would, you know, how they would take charge of the homes. And there were so many things that I say admiring yes. women. Yes. At first, you know, it started off coming into that process. You know, you admire someone's intelligence, you admire the way they dress and all of those kind of superficial yes. things. But then while I was in Tarepush, I found myself admiring other things. It's just the way they manage things, the way they handle things, the way they, you know, even the man of the house. Yes. There is, there's a skill there, you know, and I was yeah. watching those women, you know, performing these these. And it's performing, isn't <laughs> it's it? A performance, it's a dance. Really. really. Yes. And they were doing it. So, so I, it made me understand the role of a, of a mother that yes. is such an Like, she could literally make or break yes. the family. Do she you think the writer has the same uh, power? Uh, but uh, the writer, in a sense, well, it depends on your, on your, on your readership, you know. Yes. Or, um, some, People could read your work and decide that they agree with you or decide that oh, it's not, you know, it's not how um, they perceive the world to be. Like I would give you an example, Joseph Conrad, who, you know, wrote something about Africa, you know, for a long yes. time we've all believed My favorite it. writer. Yeah, absolutely. Despite what Chino Okebe said about <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and then the, here comes Chino Achebe who decides yes. to deconstruct the whole yes. thing, you know. So yes. that's the kind of thing that happens when you're... In a very mighty way. <laughs> yeah, as a writer. You know, somebody else could come up and, you know, mm -hmm. say, put another view on yes. it and then so, so for that reason, it's not, it doesn't have the same, I don't think it has the same kind of power. Mm. It does to an extent, but I think that the powers or the, the strength of, of a mother supersedes that. Right. Yeah. It's not only been a privilege to talk to you, oh. but it's been a joy, frankly. Oh, and thank you so much for coming to Marsha's Library. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed me. this conversation so immensely. <laughs> you have no idea. Like, uh, it could go on forever. <laughs>